Welcome to the Soul Ability Superhuman Laboratory, where we uncover the secrets to upgrading your mind, body, soul, and business. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Ability Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mike DeMarco, and on today's episode... I have something really great for you guys. I'm going to share with you my top five takeaways from this weekend from Lewis Howe's Summit of Greatness. And if you didn't know, I'm actually also in Lewis Howe's Mastermind. So we got some behind the scenes with a few of the speakers and I got to really get to know them and and learn from them. And I'm going to share with you guys the top five things that I learned from Maria Sharapova, Brennan Bouchard, Tim Story, Lewis House, Chris Lee, Mel Robbins. Um, these are some of the most sought after speakers and guests in today's world for a reason. They have something great to share and they all have a similar things that they share with all of us, right? <laughs> so listening to them speak and hearing their stories, I just couldn't help but recognize some of the patterns some of the patterns in the things that they all do to become great uh, five of those things five of those things i'm going to share with you guys today i'm going to share you share them with you in least to greatest so what i believe is the the least important to the most important the most impactful the most profound so Let's just get into it, guys. And today's got, just before we get started, today's not going to be as long of an episode, but it's going to be an episode that has some really great information, things that I really want you guys to take and embody and believe and start implementing in your daily lives. So the first thing, number five is listen to your gut, listen to your intuition. Every single successful person I've ever met at the end of the day, they'll tell you that they listen to their gut. They listen to their intuition. They listen to their heart. They listen to the, to the voice inside themselves that was telling them what to do the entire time. And it was only, they only became successful once they started listening to that voice. Once they started, once they stopped looking outside themselves for the answer and looking with inside. Now, some of the best examples of that from this weekend, and I'm going to use this one a lot, is Mel Robbins' five-second rule. Now, when you use her five-second rule, you have no other choice but to do what your gut is telling you because you're delaying your body's ability to think. So you're not thinking about what you're going to do. You just do it. You do what your gut is telling you to do. Now, that sounds really simple and you might sound like it might get you in a lot of trouble, but in her life and my life and people's lives that have used the five-second rule, it has made a profound difference on where they are today, on the success they're able to achieve, on the relationships that they're able to build, on the money that they're, that they're able to make, on the lives that they're able to lead, on the families that they have, on everything that happens in their life. The five-second rule, the just jumping into it has made a huge impact. For example, when I started Shred Supplements, me and Arvin didn't think about it. We just did it. And we just kept not thinking about it. And if we had thought about it, it would have never happened. We would have never built this company 
with a credit card to eight figures within a few short amount of years. I would have never started my practice. I would have never left where I was working, one of my own with, with nothing, with no place to start and whatever, and no money, not knowing any patients and just starting from scratch in a small room and building up to where I am today, about to open my second office within four years. Now, some people have to have something happen to them to be able to start listening to their gut, start listening to the voice inside themselves that's telling them what to do the entire time. And so Brennan Bouchard, when he was on stage, he told this story about how he had this near-death experience and that near-death experience woke him up and it started to force him to start asking himself the questions, did he live enough? Did he love enough? And did he matter? Now, not everybody has to have a near-death experience to force yourself, start asking yourself those questions and start listening to your gut and start listening, doing the things that your intuition has been telling you to do the entire time, but you just were too afraid to do because maybe you were too afraid to fail or you're too afraid to even succeed. Lewis Howes, like Lewis put on this amazing event. He put on this amazing event that a lot of the other speakers were saying that no, they've never had that experience before as a, as a speaker at any other event and they weren't even being paid to do it. They just did it because they know Lewis and I said this to Lewis too after. I said, dude, every single person that I've ever met that knows you personally, not just creates this idea of who they think you are, but knows you personally, loves you because you listen to your gut and you're truly authentic to who you are. And you actually give a shit. Now, how can we start listening to our gut with, we're not going to have a near death experience. We can use the five second rule. We can also start using tools like meditation where the tools like meditation are going to start filtering out the thoughts and the ideas from outside. And you'll start listening to the voice inside. You can also use plant medicine and plant medicine will give you that same experience of having a near-death experience or going through those traumatic events without having to actually go through those traumatic events or will force you to relive a traumatic event that's blocking you from listening to your gut. And there's other tools like therapy and sports and just life and just learning how to live life for life. That's the key. Just learning how to live life for life. Now, Mitra, one of my shamans, told us that he asks us the question of what is the point of life? And everybody, people are saying love and people are saying happiness and people are saying joy and have a family and all these things. And those are true, but the point of life is life. And it's up to you to choose how you're going to live it because you're here for a reason. And that's just to live. Okay. Let's get to the next one. Number four, number four is so important. Number four is so important because everybody tells you to do it and it's very hard to be able to do. And it kind of entangles with number five. It's very closely related and it's believing yourself. And it's not just believing yourself. It's believing yourself even when you don't, even when you don't, when you're doing anything important, anything big, anything that's going to change your life, anything's going to change anything in your body or your mind or your soul. It's going to be uncomfortable and you don't know what's going to happen after that because you've never done it before, but you know that whatever happens on the other side, you're going to be strong enough to overcome it. 
You're, it's going to be what is supposed to happen. You have to believe and know that you already have the tools for whatever obstacle is going to be thrown in your way. And if you don't, you have the tools to gain the tools that you're going to need. So believe in yourself even when you don't. Even when you're... So another Brendan also, Brendan Bouchard, told us a story about when he wrote his first book. He wasn't believing in himself. He was at rock bottom. He was living in his girlfriend's apartment, typing away on his books for years and years, for two years, typing away on his, on his book, not getting anywhere because he didn't believe in himself. He wasn't listening to himself. He started listening to somebody else that told him that this shouldn't be his first book. And it wasn't until he looked over one night and saw all these papers, all his bills on the bed with his girlfriend laying under the covers underneath those bills. He saw the weight of his bills, the weight of his not believing in himself on top of somebody else, literally weighing somebody else down that believed in him. It wasn't until then that he finally got the spark, finished that book, I think in 18 days. He tells the story way better than me and led him on the path to become who he is today. One of the highest paid speakers, one of the top online coaches ever. Um, also, Mel Robbins, she didn't believe in herself. She was at rock bottom. Her husband was losing his business. She wasn't able to work. She had a TV show that failed and she wasn't able to do anything else on TV. She gave up her business to, to pursue this dream and it failed. She was miserable. She wasn't waking up every day. And it wasn't until she discovered the five second rule by watching uh, a spaceship launch and she tried it that she was able to start moving forward. And she just believed in herself enough to, to implement this thing in her life and start moving forward. Even when she didn't actually believe in herself, when, even when she didn't, she just did it. She just moved forward and eventually started to become who she is today. And sometimes... So Tim's story told this story about how he became who he is and how he became mentored by these amazing people, even though he is from a family that didn't have a lot of money, you know, a family of, I don't even know how many kids, but it was a, it was a lot of kids in his house. Um, these mentors were people like Vidal Sassoon and people who were super successful. They saw something in him. And they believed in him and they wanted to teach him. Oprah saw something in him, invited him to speak on stage. Oprah saw something in Brendan Burchard, invited him to speak on stage. When somebody, even when you don't believe in yourself, if you keep on moving forward and you keep on doing good, you still need to believe in yourself because somebody else will too. Somebody else will take notice and somebody else will pull you from the ashes of the fire, the, the wreckage that you think that you were in. And out of that will grow an amazing, beautiful tree. So after, the, after a forest fire, that's when all of the, the best growth comes because the, the land is the most fertile. And that's the same thing, the same story in our lives. After the forest fire, after the most terrible things that happen to us, 
it's our chance to build anew. That's when the, the soil is the most fertile for our seeds to be planted, our seeds of success, our seeds of joy, our seeds of bliss to be planted and grow out of those ashes. So when something bad happens to you, don't believe that, that it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. It's happening for a chance to grow no matter how bad it is. And even if it's not that bad, it's still a chance to grow something great. Uh, number three is high performance habits create high performers. Uh, I'm going to go back to Brennan Bouchard again, where he has a book called coming out called high performance habits. And it's about analyzing all these high performers and what are the habits that they have in common to become high performers. And I'm going to tell you to read the book to learn what those habits are, but having those actual habits is important. Having a morning routine where you're strategizing and you're planning out the day. And this is something that I notice in all the successful people that I know that the first thing they do is not go and check their email is not go and um, go start watching TV or doing something mundane. They actually purposefully start planning their day as part of their morning routine. They ate that they maybe their exercise, maybe they have their coffee, something, but they start thinking about the day and what's going to happen. What are they going to do that day? Maria Sharapova, one of the highest paid female athletes ever tennis player has a post game routine and habits. So after each match, she goes and gets physical therapy. She goes and has all these professionals, all these specialists helping her out right after every single time she practices every single day. She has habits that make her great, make her who she are, make her who she is, make her who she's become one of the greatest female tennis players ever even though she's past the prime of where people think that she shouldn't be like, killing it. She has become the person that everybody wants to beat. And somebody in the audience said this actually at the conference where to her, where she's no longer become the person that like, it's no longer a thing to just want to win a grand slam or win a title. It is a thing to try to beat her. Now she has become so expert level that she's almost like the Michael Jordan of tennis where it's like a thing to beat her. And she only has gotten there with all of the habits and routines that she's created and developed in her past 30 years of life. Another person that has a really amazing habit, they all have great habits, but one that you can apply to your life is Mel Robbins, the five second rule. It's actually a habit. So if you start applying the five second rule to your life as a habit with whatever you do, whatever you're doing and just count down five, four, three, two, one, and then set the intention to feel a great feeling when you're doing it to move forward and not think about the thing that you're about to do and just do it. That is a habit. That habit will change your, your business, your life, your relationships, your health, everything. If you don't feel like waking up in the morning to go to the gym, practice a five second rule, you will get, to the gym and you will start working out. And then once you start, you will finish it. And that will set the tone for the rest of your life, the rest of your day, just doing things, doing the right things and just not thinking about them. One of the things that I noticed about being, you know, 
part of this mastermind group and around a lot of really successful people is that there's a lot of really smart people that aren't successful. And it's because they overthink everything. It's because they think that they have to think about everything before they do it. And then they start thinking themselves out of the thing before they ever do it. When in hindsight, if they would have just moved forward, the things that they thought were going to happen never would have actually happened. And if they did, they would have found another way around them because nothing is final. Nothing is final except for death. And even that is questionable in some aspects. School and life and teachers and jobs and deadlines and whatever have led us to believe that there's a finality to doing things that if you don't do something by a certain time, then it's going to be gone forever or you're going to fail or you're a failure. And that's not true. But the truth is if you never do it, you're a failure, but at least if you do it and you try it and you move forward and get it done, you have a chance to be a winner. If you never do anything, you never, you can't win. You're a failure. You actually failed because you never even tried. You never even did it. You never even moved forward. You never even made an attempt. Now we're getting to the top. So some of the most important ones that I think are important for everybody to, to really embody. And number two is intention is everything. You must be intentional with your day, be intentional with your interactions, intentional with your experiences. The entire conference was so well done, so well managed, so well, just everything from the walking up of the speakers to what they were speaking about, to the people there, to the, the, the flow of it. Everything was intentional. Lewis put intention and thought behind every single thing. The speakers put intention behind their speeches because they wanted it to be the best they could be because of maybe the walk up or because they really trust Lewis because the, the, the audience was so engaged. Their intention was to make it great. I mean, it was called the summit of greatness, so it should be right. even with your day. So with the habits, right? So when you have the habit of setting the strategy for the day, you set the intention for the day in the morning. What's this day going to be about? What is, what interactions am I going to have? What's the intention for the interaction? What am I going to do for that person? Every single thing you do, put intention behind it. And I always go back to like meditation or plant medicine with the stuff or psychedelics because people, a lot of people meditate and they meditate just to feel good. They meditate just so that way, I don't know, to help with anxiety or whatever. But for me, meditation is something more. Meditation is a way to connect deeply with yourself, deeply with source and access all of this stuff, all the information be, connect with your true self. For me, meditation is more for connection, not just for feeling good. 
And when people do psychedelics, like, yeah, you can have a great time and feel like see some weird shit. And a lot of people do that and they do it for party reasons and stuff like that. But when you set an intention behind these things, they take in a whole other meeting. The plant medicine and the psychedelics start filtering out all the other noise and show you your intention, start showing you and pointing you in the right direction to answer that intention, answer that question. Who am I? Why am I here? Who am I supposed to be? Connect me with my soul. All those intentions. Even when you meet somebody, when you set an intention for that experience with some person, you develop charisma. You develop, you become a person that seems thoughtful, that is thoughtful, that cares. And then your relationships start becoming deeper and more developed and things start changing in your life. You go to work and you set an intention to actually work. You start getting stuff done. You go to the gym and set an intention. This is one of the things that, so for certain types of working out, I never really understood it because every single time I went to the gym, I had an intention, either a body part I was going to train or something I was going to accomplish in the gym and not just go to a class and feel fit, feel exhausted. I mean, if that's your intention to just feel exhausted, great. But I wanted to go with the intention of improvement, with the intention of working on something to make progress. And that's the difference of why some people can go to the gym all the time for years and never make any change. And other people, like a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of athletes, go to the gym to get shit done. They go to the gym for a purpose. And whether the purpose is for that specific workout or for overall theme of getting stronger or getting faster or getting more powerful or changing the way that you look, they have an intention behind what they're doing, not just to feel better. It's a specific intention. It's a specific goal. And the more specific you can be, the better, the more effective you'll be. Now, number one, number one is like, it sounds the most fucking obvious, but it's probably one of the most neglected of all time. And that's just care, care, care about what you do, care about people, care about yourself, care about the things that you're you're interacting with, care about your business, care about your presentations, care, give a shit. Lewis cared so much how the speakers were going to feel, how they were going to think that he did everything that he possibly could do to make it an amazing experience for them because he cared. He does everything he could possibly do to make our mastermind an amazing experience for us because, you know, we pay a lot of money for it and we want to learn to make it an amazing experience for us. Now there's one person that really spoke at, and this, I feel truly, truly embodied this at the summit and she didn't actually speak. She sang. That's this girl, Laura Breton. She sang opera and she's 15 years old and she fucking embodied the song. She became the song 
more than anyone I've ever seen anyone become anything else that wasn't actually them. She believed it. I checked out her Instagram page and she has a quote on there from Michael Jackson. And it's whatever you believe you become. Whatever you believe you become. So if you believe you're a failure, you'll become that. If you believe you're a successful person, you'll become that. If you believe you're not good at sports, you'll become that. If you believe you're great at them, you'll become that. Whatever you believe you become. And that comes down to caring. You have to care about what you become. And you have to believe it. You have to embody it. You have to embrace it. You have to care so much that even if you aren't that thing yet, you believe it in your heart that you will become it. And you will have the motivation to change because you care. You care about other people. You care about yourself and not care about what they think. You care about how they feel. You care about how you feel. And that's huge. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't care about how they feel themselves. They care about everybody else except for themselves. And once you start putting yourself first and caring about yourself, you start making change in the world. You start changing your life and the life of people you come in contact with for the better. So if you could take one thing out of everything I just said, it's just to care, like really care about yourself and about people and about life because the point of life is life. That's why you're here. So care about it, live it, love it, matter. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Next week, we're going to be back onto the interviews. So please tune in. And I just want to thank you again for listening to the podcast and reaching out, especially about last episode. It means a lot to me when you tell when you give me feedback on certain episodes, certain things that I talk about that really help you. So a lot of people had a lot of the last episode made a lot of impacts and really people really enjoyed the last episode about um, the habits to change your brain. So thank you guys. And uh, I will see you next week. Peace.